Dear Abby Normals, welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things, the podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> and we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. Yay, let's dive in. I get to go first today. I'm a little sleep deprived. I'm going to do my best. I'm sleep deprived too, so we're we're all in the same wavelength. <laughs> All right. So I'm actually really surprised I didn't do this topic prior, like at any other point <laughs> oh. just until now. Yeah. Just knowing me and the t- type of topics that I seem to enjoy doing a lot. Um, okay. So I'm going to talk about drumroll farting. <laughs> hey, my drumroll was too loud. What, what is it? Farting. Farting. Okay. you did yes and and it's something I can't wait to talk about because it's something that we all kind of hide (laughs) socially well a fox smells his own hole first (laughs) whoever smelt it dealt it I've never heard the foxhole one before I've heard smelt it dealt it yeah okay raise your hand if you fart well, everybody farts, right? You have Probably. to admit Most it. People. Right. Okay. I just, we have but to. But smell like <laughs> very pleasant. I had very a pleasant. friend one time who, uh, well, it was like my husband's friend's girlfriend who said she didn't poop. Like she was really like trying to like say that that. Tell you on it. And I was, cause she was embarrassed to talk about it in front of all of us. And I'm like, I think you need to get medically checked. that's not okay you gotta go somewhere yeah you gotta get that checked out (laughs) well and and pooping and farting are different things so maybe we just need to establish that well what about a shark that's kind of a half-half situation no that's a poop that's that's a poop with projectiles (laughs) it's like when you think you're gonna fart but it's actually some poop well yeah it has more to do with the urgency that you feel behind the poop I'm guessing and it, and sometimes that can feel like a fart. A shart is half shit half fart. Half fart. <laughs> and yeah but like is it really though? Yeah it is. Is it really though? What yeah. Else, what else it is. It, what are you trying to say it is? What I'm saying is like can it be, I mean it sounds a shart to me is like you have almost like explosive diarrhea. Or like you aren't controlling and it comes out. It's not necessarily triggered by a fart. No, it's a, a fool. It fools you. It's a Oh, a I see what you're saying. So you go to fart. Like there is fart with fall. it, but you think it's just fart and that right. it's safe to release. And then right. other things come with it. And right. then you're like, damn it. Probably. And that's why you always should carry clean underwear with you wherever you go. In case of sharding. In your In bag. case of sharding. Or bad periods. Yeah. So. Definitely. The world's oldest recorded fart joke. Oh, yes. Give it to me. Was in 1900 BCE. The this quip was delivered in this specific way. Something which has never occurred since the time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. So it uses a double negative uh, to say that a woman 
young woman farted in her husband's lap. That's the first fart joke. I need to hear that one more time because my brain is not. It's like, so it is oddly worded. Um, it's a quip. It's a double so quip. Yeah. There's, okay. There's some dryness to it. Yes. It something, wasn't a shark. It wasn't a shark. <laughs> something shirt. which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Have you ever been hot boxed? I hate that. Uh, I mean, not recently. No, it's called a Dutch oven. Dutch oven, That's yeah. Oh, hot box is marijuana. Sorry. Yeah. Right. It all happened in the same era of my life. Probably, I probably had a, actually a hot box Dutch oven situation too. <laughs> There's probably a lot of gases going on. And you're too high to tell. <laughs> a lot going on under those covers. So if you've ever thought, gee, does anyone not fart? No, everybody farts. So they, if they swear that they do, they're lying to you. They do fart. Um, it's basically, so if you breathe, you're a human being. Great job. You're alive. And what happens is the gas is basically that byproduct of the air that you swallow when you're breathing and it mixes with generally healthy bacteria, other organic matter in your intestines, and then comes out your butt. <laughs> Can I make a statement? Please do. I do not like smelling other people's farts. Oh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. I, I do not. Yeah. I wonder what I the do not like walking into a cloud that somebody has recently left. I'll just jump into it right now. Yeah. So, so they say that people, um, you know, that whole, like, you know, you like the smell of your own fart or whatever, whatever that thing saying is, um, smell of your own brand. <laughs> uh, so what they say happens in your brain is that when you're about ready to fart, right? Like you're anticipating it, you know, it's coming and your brain actually does like this, this like dampening of what it's going to process and take in. Cause it already knows what's going to happen where someone, so Naomi, if you were sitting next to me and I farted, my brain's going to process like, Oh, I know what it is. And so when I smell it, it's not going to smell as bad to me as it's going to you. Cause you're you're not, your brain isn't expecting it. So it experiences it as a new like oh. thing that's happening and it takes in more information and you're going to smell it more than I would. More so if you it. announced it ahead of time, then I would find it more enjoyable. Your brain just <laughs> might morning, not be as morning. shock valued or you may not find it as gross possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Jury's um, out. <laughs> yeah. Jury's out on that one. That's you have to do a debatable. Study. Debatable. <laughs> So the medical term for a fart is a flatus, flatus, F-L-A-T-U-S. Like flatulence? Flatulence. Flatus. So, um, yeah, it's basically Latin, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Latin. It means the act of blowing. Out your butt. (laughs) I have one more thought about smelling your own fart. I would also think that (laughs) it... Um, uh, it's one of those things where you want to be able to smell what's going on to make sure that things are okay with your body or that, I don't know, that maybe so like a health assessment. Yeah. Kind of like a health assessment. Exactly. Yeah. So that's more of like that reason to 
partake. I mean, I don't know if, how accurate that is. So we'll get to the smell part here in a second. But I mean, I that's a fair guess. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have had that cheese. Oh, the broccoli. Oh, I mean, and maybe, right, because of certain t- things that you eat. Yeah. So um, we fart about 14 times a day average. Whoa, I've never done a count. I know now. I feel like I, I, I need like, to do a tally now. It feels high to me, but I'm like, well, maybe not. Because they say like, oftentimes, like you may not even be aware that it's happening. Like if you're active and like doing things, hmm. um, based on what you eat too, is, right? you have yep. worse days than others. And it's pretty normal too to have up to like 21 farts a day, right? So what's the most I definitely want to know where I stand in this. I legitimately don't know what's the most. Far I know I'm, I'm going to start what's keeping a notepad record? with me. To Little. Count. Tallies. Oh, there's one. Yep. There's um, one. So but how do you judge one? Because sometimes you can split it up. Well, and you may not know when it's happening. So they, you know, they say that it can sneak or it can leak. <laughs> so that's right. Aside from just the ones where you're like, I farted, there's like ones that sneak up on you. I'll be vulnerable here and say once there was one that woke me up. It was so <laughs> loud. Like I woke up from it. I woke up with like hearing the echo of it. <laughs> That's like, damn. I like- think I wasn't having a sleepover. <laughs> a new guy with you. <laughs> I-, I would deny everything. It was whole so- the so the whole like silent but deadly i know i've been taunted with that in the past at some point or another mm, like yeah but deadly mm. so is that true it's it's has more to do with again what what was eaten so for the smell so 99% of what makes up a fart has no smell so it's made up of nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and methane. All of those are odorless mm-hmm. gases. So a fart in its essence and most purest form, 99% of it has <laughs> that was very poetic. No smell. <laughs> this is science. This is biology. Um, and what happens though, is that, that what you eat is kind of that last thing in the mix. So Broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, dairy products um, create sulfur. And sulfur is what actually Mm. smells. Mm -hmm. So not everything you eat contains high amounts of sulfur making it smell. So you may actually probably fart a lot and not smell it at all if you don't eat a lot of those specific foods. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm like health-wise, it's maybe more of an indicator of what you're eating. Mm than if you're sick or not. That may be more of the sharding aspect. <laughs> um, okay. Can you hold in a fart? Have you held in a fart before? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. Yeah, if it's like a... Does it go away? An Maybe it turns into a burp. That is actually... I'll just, yeah, that's actually true, by oh. the way. Better okay, out so than in. Trickle. First of all, up the whole down. thing is you can't hold in a fart. You can, yes. But really what happens is it's just kind of moving around in the intestines. So t- typically what happens is then you forget about it. 
your sphincter loosens up a bit and you have a silent fart or you hold it up and it builds up pressure and then you fart it's actually way worse than it would have been originally if you had just let it out in the first place so that's typically what happens like it's going to come out um better to like sneak a squeak right so claire collins professor of nutrition and dietic diet dietics i was right at the university of newcastle said holding on too long means that buildup of intestinal gas will eventually escape via an uncontrollable fart so you know maybe don't hold it in it might make it worse so if you continue to hold that fart in it can leak out of your mouth through a burp yes so holding it in for too long can mean the gases will get reabsorbed into your circulation system and actually leak out of your mouth. Blech. A nice mouth air biscuit. So it's the same gases just out the mouth. Hmm. Okay. But, so, have a, but have a question. Yeah. Yes. So why is the smell different coming out the mouth than out the butt? Because of the t intestines are all like, yeah, bacteria e and yeah, well, other because your bacon brownies one end, not the <laughs> other end. Well, it has so, yeah. I mean, probably probably that too. Um, but I, I think it has more to do with so what's being reabsorbed isn't maybe necessarily the sulfur and stuff because mm -hmm. that's going to come out. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> Some people burp and it stinks, so I don't know if that's related or not. It's definitely a different bad smell, though. When it oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not out your butt. <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, there's poop stuck in there, so it probably right. collects right. that, too. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe it's so diluted by the time, like, it goes back through the circulation system. Like, maybe it gets diluted in that process. I don't know. Mm -hmm. To be explored further. It's fascinating. It is fascinating. I didn't know that at all. Um, okay, Shakespeare uh, had fart jokes in his writing. So uh, Comedy of Errors, the character Dromeo of Ephesius says the following, a man may break a word with you, sir, and words are but wind. Uh, uh, and break it in your face so he break it not behind. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> one shaky um, or not too far yes that is the question another one um by jeffrey chaucer had a character that said let fly a fart as loud as it had been a thunderclap in the canterbury tales and mark twain catcher in the rye there's a like farts are talked about a lot in These farts are funny Farts yeah. are funny. Some would even say farts are romantic. Mm. No? I wouldn't go that far. I'd say funny, yes. <laughs> like, you can't help but laugh when... So James Joyce, uh, who wrote Ulysses, um, another classic, talked about farting a lot. And uh, his... He would write... They, they said that his were more romantic. It was often, like, him writing about his wife... Um, in one letter in 1909, he used the word fart a total of 10 times in a letter. 
and mostly in like an X-rated context for the times. He said, I think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. I think I could pick hers out in a room full of farting women. He described it as a rather girlish noise. So it's kind of more cutesy, like it's an identifier and like- How did she feel about that? Nora had no no words to say. Just I want I want to hear Nora's side of the story. (laughs) Um, Believe it or not, farting can be a fetish. I'm I'm sure. I'm not shocked. Right, right. That was my reaction as well. (laughs) Especially after you romanticized it, and then I was already thinking your brain was right there. So in 2013, in the archives of sexual behavior. Um, there was an article written about individuals who are aroused by farting, flatulence. Um, it's known as a proctophilia. Mm. And that's as far as well, I was looking into that. I didn't want to Google it. I didn't want to go there. <laughs> um, okay, so this is pretty relevant to counseling. One woman who had was having obsessive thoughts about farting, that she was going to fart and not have control over it, was given exposure homework to try to fart as hard as she could. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, see, that's the thing with the, the sharding and the farting. I don't know if you want to like Dangerous. try hard. You don't want to push. I don't, yeah, it seems risky. It was helpful to her. I know, but the pushing, yes. I don't, I don't think we need to really like. Forcing it. Just let it out. You don't have to push. Do people have fart phobias? Like, are they scared? Is it more of like kind of that lady was scared to? It was more probably the social fear of farting. It would be my guess. Like intrusive thoughts, like I'm gonna fart and I can't be able to control it. Uh huh. Then it was like try not to control it. Try to fart all the time. That sort of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. The Canadian Parliament argued on the floor about the word fart because <laughs> somebody said, what did they say? Somebody said, why does the government treat Alberta like a fart in the room that nobody wants to talk about or acknowledge? And like it made people really upset. And they said it was distinctly unparliamentary to say to say the word F-A-R-T and she spelt it out. Um <laughs> So. But why don't people like? Why is there such stigma around it? Good question. Because it's probably the butt. Nobody wants to igno- own up to it. I mean, usually I mean, some some people are some people are proud. Like, yeah, yeah. that was me. Right. right. You know, loud and proud. Like sex topic, as it were. Mm-hmm. Like some people are ashamed of it, and maybe that's cultural too. I say a lot of people. I the probably the most normal place I've been where it's like a normal thing is like yoga world. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I would still giggle that because I don't go all the yeah. time, so that would make me laugh. I mean, because there's a passing wind pose. So. Oh, I'm gonna talk about some something. It does that. make me laugh when I hear people fart in yoga. Still, no, like I'm that. way too immature. When I used to teach yoga, I had to have the lights <laughs> way down so nobody could see my face. <laughs> I have an idea of why it get people I think become ashamed because since it smells bad frequently and then other people around you would be like ew like ew react and kind yeah. of like it's like a rejection almost like there's a rejection piece of it and right. so the people mm. are like I don't want to be rejected you know, people want to belong yeah, yeah. I belong 
That's why Nobody Gerald wants to Ford, be ostracized and embarrassed. Gerald Ford, our 38th president of the United States, when he farted, it was documented that he would blame one of his Secret Service agents, <laughs> saying, quote, Jesus, was that you? Show some class. Oh my God, that's totally my style. Like blame the dog. <laughs> or the cat. Yeah. I have a stinky butted cat. Obi. Oh, yeah. oh, it's Obi. Yeah, it's Isn't Obi. It Obi? I didn't even know cats but... could fart until Obi. <laughs> Most animals fart. Um, one bar- boss in Australia got sued for farting too much. So his employee said that he would come around his office and like basically torture him with farts. Uh, they did end up saying that wasn't, didn't rise to the level of harassment. <laughs> Uh, in Germany, there's been, um, they'll fine you potentially up to 900 euros for farting at police. There was a whole trial called the crazy toot trial that had 23 law enforcement officials involved and had a huge debate over wasting public spending. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, performance art. So some like have turned farting into by sucking air into jo- mm. this is joseph Pajol. he would entertain his customers by sucking air into his rectum and expelling it in a way that he could make different instrumental sounds and um he then started traveling and doing this on the road and let's see here there's uh england's mr methane <laughs> aka the king of farts I've never been brave enough to light a fart on fire. Ooh, it, that's like a legit thing. And farts do show up um, or can show up in the cold. Like you can see a fart in the cold because of the gases that are released. Hmm. If you don't have- Remember to Ace Ventura? He would like pock out of his butt. Yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, so in 1991, gastroenterologists uh, published a paper that looked at how much space a fart takes up. So to get to the bottom of the problem, (laughs) they fed volunteers 200 grams of baked beans in addition to their regular food, then used rectal catheters to measure the flatulence over the next 24 hours. They determined that the volume of the average fart, regardless of gender, body size, time of day was between 33 and 125 milliliters with a median of 90 milliliters or about three fluid ounces. That's what you can take on an airplane. Roughly the volume of an airport approved travel bottle. So there you go. That's how much a little fart is in there. I think you can get a fart in a can. Oh, I believe that. Like buy it at the store. What store do you go to where you can buy a fart in a can? Like a prank prank shop? Probably. Uh, beans beans good for your heart the more you eat the more you fart the more you fart the more you say i eat so that's actually a thing so beans do actually make you a little gassier that's why they have beano they they did studies it's like initially you get a little gassier but the more you eat over time that then levels up to normal so it's not like a constantly like farting more and more and more um, but you'll have a little surge from their research, at least tapers off though, over time. 
Okay, so there is no scientific evidence that links how loud a fart is to how it smells or vice versa. So just because you have a loud fart doesn't mean it'll smell. Um, okay, so anatomical expertise of a nation's, uh, they, they took nine-year-olds. Uh, the Okay, so, hmm. okay, <laughs> that's how they... We're measuring this, the loudness of a fart and its resulting smell, just there really is no research to support it. Um, I don't know. Have you had a loud fart that didn't smell? I think so. We're being revealed. I haven't really done enough research in this area. You might need to get that notebook out and add- I need a long-term study. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, loud farts and they don't always smell. Yeah. Sometimes I think that would probably be more than norm. <laughs> um, I bet some people, you know, like can just do it like a musical instrument and like control their sphincter so much that you can like really draw it out and get a good <laughs> squeal out of it. Yeah. Or some people are maybe just don't have as much control there and it just like sneaks out. Boop. You farts do smell worse in the shower. This is true because there's one, there's nothing to absorb. They say that your clothes do absorb some of the smell. Hmm. Um, so if you're not wearing clothes, that's one thing. And they say that the um, there's evidence that shower steam actually enhances your sense of smell. So you're going to be smelling more of it than maybe you normally. Or like a bathtub fart. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like really bad. Hot tub bubbles. Did you know that fish don't fart? No. And um, so fish in northern Mexico feed on algae and can accidentally ingest the gas bubbles. Um, this can become so dangerous that the air finds its way into their intestines. Um, if the oh sorry fish sorry fish fart birds don't fart so the fish have oh. to fart um, to get it out or they will actually die. Like that's how crippling that is. Um, but yeah, um, birds don't fart and sloths don't fart. I thought that mm. was interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, so one of the most notorious animal fight farters that take up one to 3% of our whole global methane emissions. What do you cows. think they are? Everyone says cows. That's it's not cows. Fish. It's not cows. Why do cows get blamed for like a lot of the world? Farms? Yeah, this is one to three percent of global global methane emissions, and it is elephants, ter termite. What? Right, termites fart. Yes, so they they may be small, but termites live in colonies. Weird. Millions. So when each termite lets off a half microgram of methane per day, it adds up to about twenty million tons of methane per year very interesting <laughs> right <laughs> you wouldn't think that at all <laughs> nope um but yeah let's see here uh octopuses don't fart soft shell clams don't fart sea anemones don't fart birds sloths um but most do they say why like is there something going on in there do fart is there what something in their digestive system that's different like a different setup is, did it talk more about it I mean, I, I didn't, I'm sure there is, I didn't dive into that specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
they do have a pill that can supposedly make a stinky fart smell sweet. I've never used it, so I can't claim it, but there's things like rose, violet, ginger, lily, you know, different. What about chickens? Do chickens. You want your fart to smell like chickens? Birds. I just want to know if chickens fart. Do they, are they under the bird umbrella? Because they have such a weird, we talked about the chicken hole has one hole. So now right. I want to know what their farting situation is. farting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what's the situation? I'll do a quick follow-up. Um, there is also a fart neutralizing underwear. I'll just put that up. Okay, let me, I'm, I'm going to find oh. this last thing here. So do chickens fart? <clears throat> chickens they- can't fart. Why do they, they are, they, they have a digestive system that moves food and air through the intestines. That's the thing. So if the air goes through the intestines, mm-hmm. that creates a fart. Chickens mm-hmm. pass. Yeah. So air gets trapped inside. Huh. Have you ever farted sitting down and it went out one place and into another? Are you being specifically vague? <laughs> This is a family-friendly show. Is it? It happens. I'm just going to say explicit. I think that is a great topic. This is a great topic. Yeah. Um, I have a a show and tell. (laughs) What? Are you going to fart right now? No. No, but I I do have a show and tell for you guys. So I'll go get it if you... I didn't okay. know. related to fart. Yes. What? What are you going to go catch? You'll see. Just talk amongst yourselves. I'll be right back. Underwear with skid marks? I don't know what she's going to go get. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go. All right. Show and tell us. Okay. Maybe she has a fart in a can. <laughs> oh, I bet she's going to get fart petty. Macy, you're all frozen. Just on hand. Uh, my internet's unstable and I'm not sure why. Okay, are you ready? Is it fart petty? Are you excited? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> it's a fart gun. That's great. It's a minion. It's from the minions. I was thinking that like a minion's gun. <laughs> Does it shoot out a smell too? Yeah, it's, well, I think when we first got it, it has like a banana scent to it. But yeah, we bought this at, um, in Disney World. <laughs> I love it. I thought you were getting fart petty. I was wrong. That's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my I show. love it. So you, you may now be asking yourself, well, what can I do about some of these things? How to make yourself fart so you don't get all pent up and uncomfortable. So you yoga like you mentioned, is super good to help you pass gas. So there. <laughs> there you go. Carbonated beverages help. Chewing gum may help. Dairy products may help. Oh, I can't. Fattier fried foods. That does opposite dairy. Fiber. Yeah, exactly. I'll get the bubble guts. Sweetener. Okay, so, so if you're on the other side, if you need to fart less, here's some ideas. Cutting down on these specific foods might help. High in sulfur foods. Here we go. 
cauliflower, cabbage, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts, artichokes, asparagus, apples, pears, peaches, hmm. beer, carbonated drinks. I've heard Great beer foods, does cheese, give people beer farts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so some people like dairy foods aren't typically um, causes, but if you are lactose intolerant, that can make that happen. Yeah. Um, chewing slowly is helpful as well with a closed mouth. Trying to have less air swallowed can help you have hmm. less gas. Um, there you go. It's a natural body function and, you know, it's let it out. We already, uh, Naomi, you did the podcast episode about uh, human combustion. Spontaneous <laughs> human combustion. Spontaneous, yes. And maybe somebody held a fart in too long and closed their mouth and mm. it they exploded. Maybe that's what happened. Blame it on the farts. I have one more disturbing thought. About yeah so my stepdad he um brb he's a ra radiologist and uh -huh. he um he had to x-ray a dead body uh before and i believe it was like it was cut open or like the autopsy was already happening and so he said that was one of the worst smells that he'd ever encountered was going in to like an exposed dead body and it uh, but it has a lot to do with all the gases and everything have right. now been released and so I can't even imagine that it's like basically like a fart times however many because it's just so yeah I have a related story what when, when I was in biology class in the back they had the cadavers in the bags and on occasion they would sit up on their own because of the gases Oh, and it was as freaky as it sounds <laughs> wait and your... cadavers. <laughs> which class was this you said biology so there were cadavers in the back they were in like black bags and actual, occasionally like go like this actual bodies actual dead bodies actual yeah, human yeah go to? i was thinking animals but real you guys were no humans yeah it wasn't my class but it was the same we shared the same lab i didn't with, take that class but with the medical students they were in these like cases with glass windows and on occasion Very... they go, uh -huh. no that's they would move they would move yeah on their own and the teacher said it was because gases in the bodies that is terrifying no how do you how how would you be sure <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i would want to check you can never be sure you can never be sure yeah. honestly. never be sure all right your cool. turn. this is such a fun lighthearted topic i hate to switch to mine mine's so dark that's fine <laughs> light and airy that's how i like to keep it <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> it's just that sound just funny farts are funny no farts are funny okay my topic actually ties into many many topics we've already had interestingly or maybe not so interestingly okay i'm gonna talk about snuff films oh i know a big a big old 180 here I got most of my info from Fangoria and Snoops. Who Snopes Snopes, I always ask. 
Here is the very specific definition for snuff films. They're considered films in which a person is killed on camera. The death is premeditated with the purpose of being filmed in order to make money. When I was growing up, there was these uh, faces of death, VHS tapes. I've seen those. That sometimes you'd go to someone's house after school and like they'd be like, oh, pop it in. I couldn't, I like, yes, I've caught a couple scenes here and there. I have it in my mind, but I didn't like it. But those are not snuff films because it's capturing a death, but it wasn't premeditated. I see. I see. Uh, Most of those are accidental deaths caught on film. At least the ones I saw. Yeah, I saw one of those at school once, and that freaked yeah. me out. Yeah, some internet search. So just to differentiate, like what a snuff film is. So it's somebody's death caught on film, but it's premeditated, and it's for the purpose of the film. Like you're making the film to capture this death and to make money off it. Um, so. There's been lots of real deaths, unfortunately, caught on film. A famous one is in the Rolling Stones concert film, Gimme Shelter. They had hired the Hells Angels to do security and the Hells Angels in the film are caught on camera beating on a concert goer. And it was later um, determined that he actually was killed in that scene. But because those deaths weren't planned, that's not considered a snuff film. Okay, got it. And other deaths on video, like perhaps we've seen some people being kidnapped and perhaps beheaded. Um, That's not considered a snuff film because it's done to fulfill an ideology and not to earn money. So snuff films are specifically a for-profit endeavor. Okay. So the term snuff is difficult to trace exactly to its source, but it's thought it came out um, in the late 60s related to Charles Manson family. So I did a topic on Charlie Manson because Manson and his followers stole an NBC news truck that was loaded with film equipment And there was a rumor that they had filmed a snuff film and then buried it in the desert, desert. but But nothing was ever found. But that name, snuff film, had stuck. So then later, there was a filmmaking team, Michael and Roberta Findlay. They decided to go to South America and and shoot a Manson-themed hippie cult slasher flick called Slaughter. So it wasn't apparently this like film, but um, it really did give someone else in the film exploitation market the idea. And so what he did was hire somebody to film another five minutes of footage and paste it on the end of Slaughter. And they did it in a way with like, camera angle switching, making it look like they just let the camera roll and they were like done filming. And so it was 
catching like some behind the scenes accidental thing um, where somebody gets killed and then they let like the film kind of run out to make it seem like the only reason it stopped was that they ran out of film. So that film is actually called Snuff now. It got renamed and, you know, it's really marketed as being the bloodiest thing that ever happened in front of a camera. The picture they said could never be shown, filmed in South America where life is cheap. Isn't that horrible? Mm -hmm. So even though it wasn't a real life snuff film and I haven't seen it, but I guess it's pretty obvious that it's, it's fake. People really were curious enough that they went and saw it and women's organizations ended up protesting it, which, you know, no bad, no press is bad press. So that really just added to the allure of it. So since the time, this time, like late (laughs) 60s, where this term snuff came up, there have been all kinds of these like hoaxes, fakes, and investigations that have not ever turned up an actual snuff film. I was so surprised by this because I had always thought it was a real thing. Like there were snuff films out there. And if you just, you know, need to access it, you knew the right people so there are you could see so one. like they're they it's a lot of them are fake but there's got to be some real according ones. to my research not one actual true stuff film has ever been discovered which i was really surprised and shocked by interesting so the there's been lots of these like fake ones though and two that are often cited are also from South America. One is called Snake Feast about young girls being eaten by a giant snake. And the other is called Gator Bait 10. I love these names. In which um, 10 girls or young women are being torn apart by a pack of alligators. So no evidence of either of these films exist. So there's a lot of hearsay and rumors and this word of mouth that these films exist out there, but there's been no proof that's been found. Hmm. Weird. I would just assume uh, that there would be something out there on the internet. (laughs) On the black. You would think, you would think. So to tie into Macy, your topic from a couple weeks ago, in the 80s, there's a film called Cannibal Holocaust, which is supposed to be super gross and nauseating mm-hmm. um, that does not show human deaths, but does show animal deaths. But it's purported to be showing human deaths. And this is, I guess, the first found footage genre film. Okay where it follows a group of explorers who go into the jungle, um, you know, like Blair Witch Project, where you like- That's what I was thinking find about, the film yeah. later and like mm-hmm. you watch it and you're like, what happened to them? Mm-hmm. Um, there was another one with aliens. That was a good, what was that one that found footage? Asher, what was that found footage one with the aliens? What? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Did you ever see that one? Oh, yes. Yes, that was it's good too. Similar, you know, where you're watching film that supposedly was found later, mm-hmm. and 
finding out what happened to them. So even though this that film, Cannibal Holocaust, didn't show um, any humans being killed, people really thought that it was just completely uncivilized. The director was arrested. He was charged with obscenity related to the animal death. And a French magazine suggested the film was genuine snuff. And so they really did this deep dive investigation. But when they've discovered the murder victims were actually alive, then the charges were dropped. So lots of people thought that one was real and then it turned out not to be. There was these Japanese guinea pig film series, which I'm a little offended as a guinea pig lover that that title is used for these films. And I guess they featured um, 45 minutes as, of a guy dressed as a samurai dismembering and disemboweling a young woman. And apparently it was so realistic that Charlie Sheen, who came into a possession of came into possession of a copy of the film, thought it was real and turned it over to the FBI who investigated. Hmm. But it was determined that it was not real. So it makes me wonder make about things Char look very realistic. It makes me wonder about Charlie Sheen because why was he getting a copy of this? He was probably out there getting all his weird films and then he'd been watching them for a long time and like mm, this one seems really realistic I better turn this one in mm. but like why that one because he knows yeah. he knows the difference like because he'd been watching a lot of that I've just heard weird things about Charlie Sheen's show I don't know <laughs> have you yeah, guys so there's I, I, yeah I've heard, I've heard some stuff <laughs> What's kind of his related. cute ex-wife's name? Denise something? Yeah. Uh, from, oh, Denise Richards from that. She's in that really good film, Wild something. Mm -hmm. Wild. Was it Wild, wild things? things? Or, wild. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, that was a good film. Mm -hmm. So lots of these films that are so realistic that they're actually investigated and people are really upset, but they turn out to be fake. Okay, um, Macy. Macy, you did a story on Leonard Lake and Charles Ng, serial killers. They filmed themselves raping and torturing several of their victims, but oh, because nice. they didn't film the actual murders, those are not considered snuff films. Oh, okay. See, I thought that that's what snuff films were. It had to be connected with some kind of sexual deviance and possibly rape ending in murder, not just and, and, murder films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think commonly that is the conception that there is a sexual aspect to it, sexual, sexually related torture, yeah. abuse, mm -hmm. um, culminating in a killing, but there just hasn't been that evidence mm -hmm. ever. It's like such a, a strong urban legend that I just fully just believed that it was real, mm -hmm. that they okay. existed out there. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, may I say another one of your topics? Oh, sorry, I'm having technical difficulties off the side here. Off the side. Off the I'll side. wait till the children leave before I talk about it. I know, what that's why. Sorry, hold on. No, no, this is not kid friendly. <laughs> what I'm to say. Go. I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. All right, we're good. <laughs> he had to oh get God, something in here. Mini-me. He's so cute. Thank you. <laughs> okay. May say so you're going to have a remembrance of one of your topics here in a minute. Okay. The closest video to snuff whose existence is confirmed is the video called One Lunatic, One Ice Pick. Oh. Macy, do you yes. remember Don't Fuck With Cats documentary yeah, and the murder cats. of June Lin, which got completely overlooked and minimized in that documentary, even though right. it was the single most horrifying thing that occurred in that story? Was the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it got just glossed over. And mm-hmm. so Mason and I both watched this documentary and we we're both dis- disturbed on, in, for so many reasons. But one of them was this horrific murder of this individual, June Lin, was just glossed over. And so Macy decided to do a topic just on that, focusing on that, which I, I really appreciated. I couldn't even watch that documentary. I couldn't watch that one or the Dahmer I wanted to but I I just couldn't couldn't go there the Evan Peters one which one or a real documentary was oh, Evan the- Peters um I yeah I don't remember it was the newer a newer um Dahmer uh- uh, yeah. a series maybe was it I think it was a documentary yeah I think that's with Evan Peters I didn't watch it either even even though I, I have a, a really big crush on Evan Peters oh. so perpetrated by Luca Magnata this 11 minute video does not show the actual moment at death but it shows everything else and just to refresh everyone's memories this guy Magnata spent most of his life trying to become famous. He was in porn. He worked as an escort. He was on all these multiple reality shows. He even got plastic surgery to be more like whatever he thought would be more pleasing to make him a star. And when all this wasn't really working, and then I also there was mental health stuff going on, he turned to the internet and found notoriety between these animal torture films but then he filmed this this piece one lunatic one ice pick um this film to a gore website in 2012 and it shows a perpetrator in a purple hoodie stabbing dismembering decapitating and sodomizing a dead body that was later identified as student june lynn and reports say that the police found an extended cut of the video that included cannibalism and so viewers did immediately notify the police but the police at first dismissed it because they just thought it was a fake snuff hoax Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't until body parts were mailed out to local political parties that the police realized that it was real 
and an international hunt took place and Magnata was finally arrested in Germany. Wasn't he found in an internet cafe or something? May it was an internet cafe. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and then, yeah. And her, the remains, weren't they found? Was she the one that was in the hotel that they found it on the roof of the hotel? Like the, that she was put inside a container on the roof of some kind. I forget what the container was. No, this was a, a guy. No, I that know that. he went on a date with. Oh, I was talking I about think the girl. Part of it, yeah, I don't remember the, about that part of it. That's I think hotel. part of the this Cecil poor hotel. individual. I'm gonna have to rewatch it. Are you thinking Cecil Hotel, where the girl was found on the roof? Oh yes, tower? I was thinking Cecil Hotel. Yeah, because we've. Done oh, you're thinking topic. Cecil Hotel. That's totally different. Different topic. Different topic. That's with the elevator. Sorry, right. uh, I watched that one. That was really interesting and creepy. Completely. Okay, fascinating though. Yeah, yeah. yeah different. <laughs> this was June Lynn. This was where they went out on at least one date, maybe more, and then um, just a vicious, brutal, like worst nightmare, worst case scenario um, outcome. Wow. Just horrible. And the family had to really advocate for justice in this case. And they did say that there's probably some racist elements as well because he was Asian. So why is one lunatic, one ice pick close to snuff? So it's because the murder is never shown on the video. And it was not sold for money, but for likes. So this really ties into so many of our topics. Because Macy, you did that other one, anything for likes or something like that? Yeah. I mean, this is to the um, extreme. Uh, my brain right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing to nothing to something. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, lag. I think it was anything for something less. Something for less. Something like that. Anything I'm sure it was less. amazing though. Anything. Yeah, I don't. I. I haven't slept. <laughs> I haven't slept either, but I'm on my second wind. <laughs> I brought wind back. Oh, can that be the name of our podcast? Oh, you second brought wind. that wind back. Second, second wind. wind. That's yeah. great. Second wind. Write it down, Sarah, because we'll forget. Write it down. I'm wondering how your collage is going to look after today's topic. I'm on vacation. I'm going to have to figure out how to do a collage. I'm going to have to get some like newspapers from on yeah. the corner or something yeah i don't have any glue stick i don't have a scissors i'll figure it out i'm resourceful <laughs> so snuff films there's actually no full real snuff films even though everybody believes including me believes that that's good news they're a thing. i agree i mean that is good news Almost as good as finding out that a lot of um, the candy, the uh, people weren't messing with the candy. Oh, oh the Halloween candy. Yeah, yeah like, like it's, it's not like as prevalent as people are worried about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Cool. Well, I don't even glad. remember what my last topic was to like tell people 
to listen to it. I'm gonna have to look oh it up. Oh my gosh, what did we talk about? Oh yes, no, was that when I talked about Mother, Mother Shipton? Shipton? And yeah, was yours Mother Shipton? Yeah. Oh yes, and I talked about the all this anti-trans, anti-drag legislation and that law did go through in Tennessee. It's now a felony to do drag in public in Tennessee, which is horrifying. So if you're in your drag and you're driving to a drag show, you could be pulled over and arrested. It's scary. It's super scary. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, 178, do so because it's important. So Mother Shipton Soothsayer and the bands on drag throughout our country. And if you want to support us, please be our patron on Patreon. It's only a dollar and you get access to exclusive content. Until next time. Better out than in. Until next time. Farts are funny. Farts are funny. Yes. Bye. I didn't say one, guys. I didn't say Oh, I thought you said farts are funny. Sarah, what do you got? Sorry, Macy, I blasted. Thanks for snuffing me out. Oh. Oh. Bye. Bye.